Mahomes Politicast, Corona Apocalypse Episode 3. I'm Thomas. I'm Jim. And today we'll be discussing mostly the stay-at-home order, Gretchen Whitmer, what she's been doing, opinions on how she's been handling this crisis, and various other topics on especially how we can kind of open the economy because that's that's been a real big topic that a lot of people have been talking about. So first we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what Gretchen Whitmer's been doing, uh, the governor for our great state of Michigan. So April 11th, Governor Whitmer extended the stay-at-home order until May 1st. Uh, we've already, we're already, what, four weeks into this thing now? My goodness, it's been a long time. Um, it's hard to keep track. It is. It really is. What? I've been stuck in a house with you for four weeks. Oh, boo-hoo. I've been out in the garage most of the time. So as this uh, stay-at-home order lengthens, a lot of the conversation is turning toward how do we get back to um, back to life as normal, you know, back to work, back to school, back to doing the things that we do for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So... I watched Gretchen Whitmer's address on the 11th. So on the 9th, Governor Whitmer gave a TV address. I don't know what what do you call those things? Um, press press conference? Yeah. yeah, it was a press conference. Cool. Yeah, oh, press conference. I don't think they really asked her any real questions, but yeah, I think technically it's called a press conference. Te- technically, yeah, mm-hmm. the press was there and it was kind of a conference. So mm-hmm. I mean, they called themselves the press, but true. Uh, anyway. Okay, yep. we're, we're slipping those into the news segment now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the 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 extended stay-at-home order is from was implemented April 9th and goes through May 1st, and that's a whole another month. Um, Michiganders are very sick of being indoors, being isolated from each other. Um, and if I if I'm correct to that, you might know if I'm wrong, but I think she has the right or she's reserved the right to then extend it at that point. Yeah, she says you know, so. she says we don't know. She, right. She actually said in her address, we don't know. You know, this doesn't mean we're going back to work. Maybe. Right. Right. Yeah. She says that's just kind of a tentative date that's mm-hmm. going out there. So. So it could be longer. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and that's one of the big problems that critics have of mm-hmm. her stay-at-home orders is there's not a clear path to going back they right. just keep up you know there she talks about oh we need to get back but there's nothing that says you know like there are other people talking about okay we're gonna get test kits we're gonna get antibody kits we're gonna figure out who has had this already mm-hmm. get them back to work uh, we're gonna figure out you know who's safe to go back to work and we're you know a lot of people are talking about ways to do this Governor Whitmer, in her address, did not do any of those things. Mm. She didn't really... I mean, all she did was kind of clarify what her stay-at-home order involved. Um, and I know you have you have an article over there on the unemployment. Like, oh, yeah. So we've been, we've been here for four weeks, and the unemployment is already, what, 20%? Mm-hmm. Uh, something like that. I mean, either way. It was mid-20s in the Great Depression. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's getting close to depression numbers as far as nationally. Yeah. You know. And so there have been a lot of people attacking. Uh, so I, I, there's an article here. Let me find it real quick. I think it's Tom Cotton. 
Yes. Tom Cotton uh, rips Governor Whitmer's new order barring stores from selling non-essential items. He says common sense should guide your actions. This is Tom Cotton. Is he that senator? He is the senator. From yeah. Arkansas, I think. Uh, yes, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the first to say, like, like this is actually big because he was one of the first to say coronavirus is a real thing. We need to be serious about this. Yeah, I remember that back in like yeah. January. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, yeah it was he early, was one of the first it was early ones. Early January, mm-hmm. he was like, "This is a big deal. We've got a lot. Yeah. We've got to do something right now." Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not crediting him for you know being on. Well, you know what? I will get. I, I give him credit for being on the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, he saw this as a potential danger when nobody else did. Yeah. So. To have that guy mm-hmm. say, Governor Whitmer might be going a little too far. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of saying something. Yeah. So Governor Whitmer, this is a quote from her uh, address. She said, if you're not buying food or medicine or other essential items, you should not be going to the store. So in response, Senator Tom Cotton, who was one of the first leaders to call attention to the Wuhan coronavirus, slammed Whitmer's new order as lacking, quote, common sense at the very least, and he suggested she is only auditioning to be Joe Biden's running mate with her theatrical decision. So this is a direct quote from Tom Cotton. He said, since I first learned of the Wuhan coronavirus in mid-January, common sense has been my guide, not Chinese communist lies, Mm -hmm. not the models, not so-called public health experts, just common sense. Many elected leaders have also been guided by common sense. Others haven't. Governor Whitmer has taken leave of common sense with her latest dictate, She's ordered stores to rope off garden and home improvement sections as, quote-unquote, non-essential. Uh-huh. Sure, those aren't essential to human life, but they give cooped-up families something to do with no risk to others. Uh-huh. So that's that's kind of the uh, the biggest, I think, criticism. I think we touched on that a little bit last week, maybe in the... Yeah, we were talking in the about commentary it. The section. Section. Yeah, the opinion section. Yeah, opinion section, yeah. Because I remember us talking a little bit about that, how, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Some of the, some of the bands that they're putting on. What you can buy. Yeah. yeah. And I know a little was, excessive. I know there was some confusion as well mm-hmm. uh, that Gov- Governor Whitmer had to clear up. Like, And that's a peeve I have. Uh, I don't know. I expect government to be incompetent and unclear. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't really say <laughs> I'm surprised that she was unclear. Yeah. Uh, she didn't really make – I mean, she when she was giving the address, she kind of made it seem as though – Everything in the store except for food and mm-hmm. medicine was off limits. Yeah. And stores took that to mean, okay, mm-hmm. I guess we can't sell other stuff. Like, that would be the Because thing. she's threatened before that if you don't follow this, she'll pull your business license. Yeah. So, you know, they're going to err on the side of, well, if the governor doesn't want to sell anything other than that, then I'm not going to lose my license over a bottle of paint or something, you know, or some glue. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so just ban, you know, nothing. You can't buy anything here. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, they don't want to have their business license pulled. Right. You know, yep. so by not making clear, she's just creating confusion and panic among people. Like, they don't know what's essential, what's not, what's, you know, businesses are, you know, roping off areas that probably shouldn't be. Yeah. Just out of an abundance of caution. Yeah. You know, um, don't really need to be. Right. Yeah. I know. I heard another criticism that, well, she took the store's square footage. And she cut it into like half or a third of what it was. So people are more crammed in the stores when they're in there because they can't go to certain areas, which I don't put much stock in that argument. I think it's kind of silly, but, you know, we can throw that one out there too. 
yeah, anybody, are you, well, it's more of a comment, comment of our opinion, but just saying anyone who, like you said, anyone who, I hear these people saying, I just can't believe the incompetence of the government and all this. Like, what did you expect? Yeah. Why would you think that the government's going to be competent about anything? Exactly. You know, I don't get it. So, a few hours ago, she did that, like, I don't know, the Q&A. Uh-huh. And I'm reading through some of the answers, and she again states that you can only leave your house for things such as food, medication, and products necessary to maintain safety, sanitation, and basic operations of your residence. Business must tailor their in-person provisions of goods and services accordingly. So, I mean, like, she's still, like, restating that they can't. She's still adding more confusion. Yeah, so can you buy crap like paint or not? Like... What is going on? Yeah, she's not making clear. And I, I kind of think that she's leaving ambiguity so she can take some of the blame off of herself. If people get upset, like, I didn't put out that order. The, the, the stores decided, Yeah. you know, it's not my fault. I didn't order them not to do it. I just said, you know. So I, it's hard to know what she's doing. Yeah, I, I think she's trying. I, I don't know. I think she's trying to play both sides, like make it look like she's being decisive. and But at the same time leaving it up to the stores so they get the blame. You know, like, well, that's not my fault. Yeah. You know, like I heard about that car seat, you know, where up in North, they wouldn't sell car seats. And she yeah. came out and said, well, that wasn't my order. They, you can, they can yeah. sell cars. That's, you know, blame them. They're the ones who did it. That's exactly what you she know. did, actually. So yeah. I think, I think so, she's leaving herself ambiguity. So if you don't like it, well, blame the stores. It wasn't me. Yeah. I never said that. That is exactly but what she But hinting to the stores, don't sell anything other than... But if they don't, I, I, that wasn't my order. I never told them they can't sell that. <laughs> yeah. So the Detroit Free Press, I, I've got an article right here. Uh, Megan McCain, who is on the Oh, yeah, view, on the View, yeah. Yeah, she just, she said, oh, it's a good thing I you know I don't live in Michigan or I wouldn't be able to buy a car seat. Because there was a picture mm-hmm. of a Walmart in Michigan that had on their car seats, we are not allowed to sell this item due to the corona. Uh, so there was, there was a sign on the car seat mm. uh, you know, we cannot sell this product due to coronavirus or right. due to Whitmer, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And she responded, oh, I didn't say that they couldn't sell car seats. Mm-hmm. But she, and yet she's doubling down on the non-essential items. Well, right. you know, give us a list. Mm-hmm. If, if you want that to be that specific, if you want that much control, give us a list. Mm-hmm. You know, don't leave yeah. it. It seems almost like she's she's grabbing power that she knows she doesn't actually have. Right, yeah. That's been yeah. another big criticism that, of this that I've seen. From and it's something I would agree with. I would agree with. Yeah. It seems like there's a lot of power grabs going on right now. Yeah, there is. Because, you know, and, and uh, people are scared. You know, they don't, you know, they, they have to trust the government. I mean, I mean, they don't have to, but they don't have all the facts. They don't know what's going on. You know, we're told there's a pandemic. Anyone can get it. And the government says, well, you can't, you can't go to the park or you can't, <laughs> you know. So what are you to do? I mean, you have to just out of default, you just assume the government must know what they're talking about. I mean, even though you know they don't. But, <laughs> yeah. but I, don't have any other, I don't have any access to any other information. They have all the information. Yeah. So, you know. So, so I don't think they have any information. I don't think, I, I don't think they do either. They're not operating off any more information than we are right now. Right. So. But, yeah, but they're just using it, that power vacuum, and people are – too scared, you yeah. know, to say, well, I'm not going to follow that. I'm going to do what I want. Well, but I don't want to get sick and I don't want my kids to get sick or, so I guess I'll just give into what the government wants, you know, Exactly. you know, so it's sad. So we just finished watching, uh, Governor Whitmer's address, uh, 
to Michigan and that in that she talked a lot about what these measures have done. Um, not very much about what we're going to do to get out of them. She she had somebody from, who was that, from the Department of... Uh, Department of Labor. Department of Labor. Was, was person. Okay. So a guy from the Department of Labor came on even. Mm-hmm. And he spent most of his time talking about, like, the unemployment rate and just getting... Yeah. So thoughts on that because mine go on the next segment. He didn't add anything new. Yeah. Just told everyone to go to the website and they're helping, you know... Asked us to show grace day after Easter, yeah, and patience, grace and patience, yeah, yes. Um, during this difficult time, I mean, it didn't really add anything. I mean, everything you said, Governor could have just said, or she actually did say, just you know, yeah, be patient. So it'll all get better. Michigan's task force to tackle racial disparities. So she talked a little bit again about that, and uh, oh yeah, the lieutenant sure governor that. is heading that. Isn't that what they yeah. said? Yeah. Yeah, and making sure, like that. Uh, what did you say? Medical medical care was available equally across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, How can you do that with uh, <clears throat> all the rural people? It's not like you can just build a better hospital. How is she expecting to? Did I miss that? How is she expecting to? Well, it's people make in it Detroit. Equal? It's Detroit. Okay. It's not. So it's, it's not rural areas that are having problems. It's Detroit. Oh, okay. We've so got one hotspot. We have one hotspot. Right. right. So she was just talking about the racial disparities in Detroit. Yeah. And well, making that equal across the board. It's all of Michigan. I mean, she's lumping all of Michigan together. Yeah. But the majority of the cases are in Detroit. The okay. majority of the black population does live in Detroit. And in the in the surrounding areas so that's why there's such a disparity because detroit is the hardest hit and that's where a large percentage of the black population in michigan is living yeah i don't think we need a task force for that um but we'll save save that from you know we need something for the opinion segment so uh yeah this this is just an article huh we're not lumping it well we're gonna release them on two different dates so it's it's gonna be we're gonna try and stick to the news articles that I have um, here and talk about those, but yeah, opinions will be slid in there. Um, so what what did we talk about? We talked about Michiganders not being very happy about this stay at home order. Um, no clear plan to get back into. Mm-hmm. Uh, any any semblance of normalcy. Um, we've talked about <laughs> the racial disparity. Uh, what else? I know there's more. Voting. You can't go voting with a motor anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know do what the time. reason. You can. Yeah, I was reading that you can kayak. You can go rowboating, or yeah. rowing, but you can't have a motor. I don't understand how that. I don't know how that changes the coronavirus. I like, don't know either. Being on the water. Is fine, it's, it's but if it's a power boat, somehow that's gonna create the virus. I don't, I don't know. know. Is she thinking that like kayaking and stuff like that is more individual, and you're like farther apart, whereas like you can plot a pontoon boat and get a bunch of people together? Or like she was talking about the dumb like gas handles. So if it's like everybody's gonna go boating and use those gas handles. 
It's yeah, I don't know. I know. I know. Yeah. But that's what I. Yeah, it could be. Going with it is what I'm saying. I see. Yeah. yeah. Pissed off a lot of fishermen though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because that's there's a lot of boats that have motors on them that are now not able to go in the water. Mm-hmm. And that's I don't know. I just feel like it's inconsistent of her to tell us that we can't go boating or that we can't go to a, a second residence. Like, we are not allowed to go to a second residence anymore. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. With the new restrictions, like, it, yeah. Even, like, she's taking away, first she's taking away social interactions, now she's mm-hmm. taking away uh, recreational things that don't really yeah. involve socializing. Um, yeah, like, you can easily go fishing on a motorboat by yourself or, like, the people in your house. Yeah. Like, you don't have to bring people with. Yeah. And, uh, again, like, Governor Whitmer talked about in her address today, uh, the fact that we need to ramp up testing. Mm-hmm. Did either of you hear her say how we're ramping up testing? No. How we're going to start dispersing sites. these testing? Huh? The mobile sites. Okay, so she does oh. have plans for having well, mobile sites around Michigan. She has yeah, those, she but... there's three more popping up in Grand Rapids, Lansing, and Saginaw. Some, like, drive-through. Did yeah. you say about some drive-through so, testing? Don't leave your house. But come drive through this testing site for us. Yeah. But I don't know where they're going to come up with these extra tests because, unless I missed something. Because, I mean, she's been complaining that she's been complaining that the president isn't providing these tests and these testing kits, and we don't have enough. So I don't know where suddenly she's getting these from, unless it's not really the president's fault. You well, know, she either she's getting them and she's just blaming the president and saying he's not doing enough, or she's committing to something and we don't really have the testing to do it. It just sounds good. Like, well, we're going to start more testing. And, yeah. But she doesn't really have any extra kits. We're just going to, like, I don't know. I'm not really sure which one it is because she's kind of talking both mm-hmm. on one hand. We don't have enough testing kits, testing kits because the administration isn't providing them, but then saying we're opening up all these new testing sites and drive-through testing and... So I'm not really sure. Yeah. She didn't elaborate on where she got the tests from, why suddenly we have more tests available. I don't yeah. know. I'm not really I, sure. I have no idea. Um, but. And I guess the criticism there is, like, these tests have shown that, like, 20% of the people that get a negative are actually positive. Really? So even with testing, we're still off by a large margin. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I don't really know. I don't know what's going on. I doubt they do either. I think we're all in the same boat. <laughs> yeah. It seems like... She, Nobody knows what's going she's on. It's just like, we're going to get more skewed information. Mm-hmm. And we're going to try and work off that. Yeah. Yeah, I just... I, I don't see a way... It, it, it just doesn't... Yeah, the whole thing isn't computing to me. Because, I mean, I'm not saying... I'm not taking a position on whether we should open the government or not. But I'm saying if she does more testing, then you're going to end up with more cases because more people are going to, you know, we're going to know more people have it. Yeah. yeah. So if we find out, then that'll make the numbers go back up, which she just said, when the numbers start declining, we'll open up the government. Yeah. So if she starts doing more testing and more people start getting it, then that means she's going to postpone the opening. You know, I mean, like it, it just seems like this is going to last for a while. <laughs> yeah. Unless they, unless they just get everyone tested right away and we have a huge spike and then it can start going down. But if they just do it like a little bit at a time, you're constantly going to see more people. 
Yeah. And, and the I numbers think, won't be going down, well, they'll be going up, you know. So I I heard uh, an opinion, I think it was on um, so I listened to the Michigan podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. As well. And uh, there was a guy on there. I forget his name. I will find it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was talking about uh, doing testing a certain amount of people and then testing them again mm. and repeatedly testing them to see what the spread is rather than like to see how transmissible it is to see mm. how, you know. We want to see what is the spread here. How is this spreading? You know, how many asymptomatic people are we having? How many, you know, how many severe people are, you know, how many people are getting it severely? Um, yeah. And I think that sounded like a good way of going about testing. I mean, there's still the lack of yeah. uh, reliable tests. Yeah. But it seems like that's more of an indication of how we're going to, be able to move forward because it seems like like what you're saying there and what that gentleman was saying on the michigan podcast we have no idea really anything about this we don't we're guessing how it's being transmitted like at first they were thinking it had to do with like contact and now it's like well it can be you know it's more face-to-face um you know and in the beginning we saw people who had no uh, like you had a guy in San Francisco get it, and then someone in Seattle, and someone in New York, like who had no connection with each other, yeah, and hadn't been to China or anything. You know, it's not like they're just kind of learning everything as everyone else does. Like we have no idea how it's being spread. Really, we're just kind of guessing. We don't know the infection rate. We're not sure. You know, first they told us it was only the elderly, and then now you're having teenagers and children dying. You know, and like so, who? Who's affected? You know, we don't know really how it's being transmitted exactly. We're kind of guessing. We don't know who's at risk. Like you know, like I said at first, we thought it was just the elderly, and now it's not. So I, you know, I don't think they really have any idea. And that would be helpful to find out. You know, how fast is it spreading? How you know, you can get an idea of how it's being transmitted. How long does it last? You know, various things. Yeah. But we're just not getting ahead of it. It's just like we're just kind of playing defense the whole time. Like we're just looking, oh, well, more people have it now than they did before, so now what do we do? You know, we don't know. Yeah, and and if the only solution that we have continually is lockdown, 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 mm-hmm. that's not going to work. And, and gonna... like you said, that we're doing the lockdown. I'm not saying it might not be slowing it down, but it obviously isn't working to stop it. Yeah. Because we're getting more cases since we've locked down. We've got a lot more cases. So are we, you know, we don't know. Is it really helping? Is it slowing it down? Maybe it's not slowing it down. Maybe, you know, we don't know. You know we don't she, really know. She did point. say on, during the conference that, like, it lives on mm-hmm. um, stainless steel for, like, 72 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering where she got that statistic or where she yeah. got that information. Because I was looking, and it's hard to find information about exactly where the virus lives mm-hmm. uh, how it's transmitted um i mean a lot of this is just speculation we're just i agree a lot of guesswork and mm-hmm. predictions about the future that we can't know if they're true mm-hmm. i mean even if we have past data right um i mean it's it's obvious that as we were getting more data that our mm-hmm. old data was really bad right exactly yeah and so how are we going to trust the new data coming out like 
there are a lot of factors still, like all the asymptomatic people that have gotten it. Right. We don't know. We just have no idea. Yeah. Um, and that's going to change everything. That mm-hmm. is the denominator of, you know, the, the equation, like yeah. how many people have actually gotten this thing. And mm-hmm. until we know that, it's really hard. So I, I feel like the government should be focusing on finding that denominator. Right. Yeah. Um, and while I think they are trying to do that, mm-hmm. they're doing it in not very smart ways. Well, yeah. I, I, they're probably trying to... Uh, How reliable are these tests? I don't know. Uh, Tom was saying... 20% of the people that are getting a po- negative are actually positive. So false negatives. So it's... Yeah, it's got false negatives and false positives <laughs> in about a 20% range either way. Yeah, so they're like 60% accurate. That is horrible. That is an F. No, that's a D. Yeah. That is a D minus. Huh? 20% out of 100 is ED. 20% each way. Oh. 20% false positive, 20% false negative. That's where you're getting 60. Yeah. Like, Tom? I can count sometimes. Well, you did go to public school, so. I did. You know, so there's, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, there's just a lot that we don't know. Right. Um, And I don't know about you guys, but I'm really concerned with, when are we getting back to work? When are we getting the economy going? Yeah. If it keeps on staying at a standstill, we aren't going to be able to get it going after mm. you know th- two two and a half months of just staying home and locking everything right. down. It just won't happen. Uh. Uh-uh. The longer this shutdown lasts, the harder it's going to be. Yeah. To get the economy going. Yeah. And, and it could I, take years. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I mean, but I don't know. I mean, I don't. You know, I mean, it'll take a while. I don't. I'm just guessing. It could take years if this thing lasts like until November or something. Yeah. You know, it could take literally years. I don't know if they were able to by May. You know, I'm not. I, I wouldn't be able to predict how long it would take, but it would still take a little while. It's not going to be like May first. All of a sudden, the economy goes back to where it was. Yeah. You know, it, it'll take a few months, but. So one last thing I wanted to mention mm-hmm. in the news segment. This is pretty pretty much news. Um, <laughs> so there's a new Facebook group, uh, Michiganders against excessive quarantine restrictions. Oh, really? Um, you know what, I'm going to look that up to make sure that I've got that right. Because I want people to be able to go to it. Huh? Is that the group I'm sending you to? Maybe. That's who posted the event. Oh, well then it probably is. I don't know why I didn't see it. Um, yeah, Michiganders against, uh, ugh, Michiganders against excessive quarantine. So this group started up like a week ago. Really? And it's already got 280,000 members. Are you kidding? Like a week. Oh my goodness. So many people are pissed about this. Yeah. In Michigan. Like, uh, so yeah, if, if uh, any of our listeners, if they haven't heard, if you haven't heard of it, uh, go check out the Facebook group. Um, they've got some misinformation on there. I've already found some. Yeah. Um, obviously, but there are a lot of people that are really sick of this. Quarantine. But remember, we talked about this like a month ago. I remember you and I talked about this. I'm not really on the show, but we talked privately about how we're just a rebellious people. Yeah. You know, you start, you know, at first we're all like, we all comply. I'm like, okay, okay, for the good of, but after, it's not going to take long before we're like, okay, we're done taking orders. Yeah. We, you know, you start telling us to stay inside. I think I want to go for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like the good of all only works so much when you're destroying somebody's life. 
Yeah. When you're taking away their job, mm-hmm. you know, when, when they have no food on the table, you say, oh, it's for the good of all. Well, you're going to be like, F all. Yeah. I want to eat. I yeah. want to work. Um, that's the argument of communism. That, I just oh, started to say it's like the yeah. socialism or communism where yeah. you, the individual, uh, their rights are curtailed for the good of everybody. Yeah. And, you know, and in a crisis, and people don't want to be a socialist. All of a sudden it's, I'm looking out for me and my family. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I, I want to be clear. I'm not saying that like, um, you know, we're moving toward a communist direction. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying that is an argument from yeah. communism. So, yeah. And, um, and, and yeah. And so just a rebellious spirit is all I was going to say. It's just, you know, you start telling us it doesn't take long before we start getting tired and yeah. Saying we're we're sick of this, you know. Exactly. Katie's probably wondering where Probably. Oh, it's four oh six. Okay. So we should end for today. Thank you so much for joining us again on the Homes Politicast. We will be back again on Friday with our opinion segment. Uh, the lovely and talented Katie Wolfus will be joining us again, and uh, so we will see you then. Uh, remember to subscribe, give us a rate, uh, send us an email, um, talk. You know, tell tell us what you want to see from the show. Um, you know, kind of help us curtail this to our listeners so that you guys can have a better experience. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, so give us an email. Our email is homespoliticat, or no. Our email is straightnewsforyou at gmail.com. So drop us a line there. Uh, like, subscribe, share with your friends. Um, you know, all the things that we encourage you to do. Give us money. Yeah. So there you go. That's the show for today. Uh, we want to thank you again for coming out. I'm Thomas. And I'm Jim. And we'll see you on Friday.